again, I've got uh, another episode lined up for you. Today, I've got Dave back in the building. Dave, how have you been? Yo, I've been good, bro. I've been good. Uh, you know, I uh, sat back and enjoyed last week's episode. It was it was, it was great to listen to. Yeah, it's, it's interesting to see when you're not part of the episode. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course, uh, you've got me in the building, Tolu. Um, I'm your host today. And uh, in this episode, we're going to be discussing uh, looking forward at game week nine. Um, obviously, the international break was not as fun as I thought it would be. And there were a bunch of games. Um, there were a bunch of... Uh, unwanted injuries for sure yep. and uh of course the big one uh, salah got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so as Bro, can, i still don't know what to do about that yeah. I, I know people are, people are already moving like yeah naturally you know, they, as, as it shows uh with the transfers mm-hmm. people are already moving on from salah yeah i see people bringing in money and um i mean you know that, that's that's what you would expect the crowd to do yeah you know but i i still i don't know what to do yet yeah so i i think for me i'm going to hold i'm going to hold salah yeah yeah, I'm gonna yeah. Hold. Um, i'm leaning towards that as well yeah i think i've already made my decisions in terms of what i wanted to do this game week mm. so it it would have been more points of a hit to oh, remove okay. salah and i think my team is going to function just fine without salah which okay. is strange to see. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Point FC, man. Like I think I think my team should be all right. Um yeah. obviously I mean you know my strategy, my strategy is just have an entire team available your, at any your, point. Your, your benches are usually pretty strong. So yeah. yeah, so like I mean at this point I feel like this is one of those times where like having a strong bench is going to be helpful. Because yeah, usually it ends up biting me in the in the ass where like I have players and I have points on the bench. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be an interesting one. All right, so we'll just go through a quick run through mm. of the game week to come. So there's obviously new cost against Chelsea um, I mean I know that Chelsea always finds a way to make this Newcastle game <laughs> yo bro Somehow. it's in Chelsea I, I've been finding a way to duck this talking about this fixture yeah. all week but it seems like you've got me now nah, and I have to talk about it Newcastle bro yeah. I don't know what juju <laughs> these guys have yeah. but they could be the worst team in the entire league. They could have lost seven games in a row. But once they see Chelsea like this, it's time to start playing. Well. They just ginger like yeah, why? Right. And, it's been, and it's been going on for a long time too. Like, since like Papi Cissé time, yeah. like, these guys will just show up Lucky, and they're ready maybe, to play. Maybe it has something to do with this Senegal juju that they are. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, guy, this guy, no, I don't, I don't believe in such stuff. Please, please don't bring us up near here, please. Because um, yeah. Sissoko as well, man. I remember, I will never forget the game. Uh, Sisu, I think it was like his second game Premier League or something mm. and he went ahead and just caught a ridiculous brace mm. and just like completely tore Chelsea apart just like what then Baba like it, like there's history of this and of it's this like stuff, yeah yeah anyways so. it, yeah, but I mean, it's interesting, right? Um, yeah, it is. Um, obviously, Chilwell was, uh, had a back injury scenario in international break, mm-hmm. but um, he seems to be fine uh, as we speak currently. Um, he's blue. So, sh- I mean, yeah. back to regular, no status above his head. So, mm. it should be fine. You should be able to select him. Uh, so, Chilwell is a good option to have. Um, I think Zuma is also available. So, there's no injuries that we know of. Mm. Uh, funny story, uh, Chilwell is now 6.0 price. This no, this 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 makes me like you can see right now I'm just I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> I must have it, but yeah, Chilwell is six point zero from five point five. Yeah, and yeah. He, he, considering the fact that he, you know he missed a couple of game weeks, that's a, that might be the qu- quickest rise of any player. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. no, but Cavalu and do. 
I think yes, that was the only yes, probably higher. Yeah, that might be the probably. only rival for yeah, yeah because you know he missed a couple of game weeks yeah. and it's almost like immediately came on people just almost realized Find that we have to have this guy on yeah. time on time um we've also got zuma available so he's also 5.4 in price now wow um, yeah um ziek is also available and his price is now 8.2 so obviously he's gone mm-hmm. he's gone all the way down to 7.9 mm-hmm. and now all the way back up to 8.2 mm-hmm. so he's available um he's captainable as well he's, he's, <laughs> he's he has got in there i mean let's facts the facts uh, no uh, points fc man um <laughs> you know what i'm saying like he's got what 14 points 11 points back to back um he's had like he's been involved in the last of chelsea's last six or seven goals mm-hmm. he's been involved in four three assists one goal mm-hmm. so i mean when you look at stats like that i mean it tells you that this guy this guy's this about guy is it. ready He's also got uh, maximum bonus points in the last two games back to back. Yeah. So I mean, if you give me, if you give me the chance to elaborate on this guy, you know me, and it's you know because he's a Chelsea master right now. I'll, yeah. I take all the time, but I just to talk about that a little bit. There's a, there's been a change, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in the the way Chelsea has played since Ziyech has been fit. And mm. It's very obvious to see that he sort of the glue that you know that sort of brings this new squad together yeah in my opinion anyways i think sure. um i think it's an absolute must have i'm just Fair gonna enough. put that out there because he is just uh, not only is he an amazing footballer it takes all the set pieces when he's on the when he's on the pitch well except mm-hmm. penalty except pen, and yeah. he's very good at those mm-hmm. so he chelsea could you know he could literally not do all that much and just assists from a corner yeah or you know so that's my opinion anyways i mean fair enough i mean i, I mean if you look at Zeke, this guy is performing and yep. like at the end of the day you have to do the needful when someone tells you they're interested you just you <laughs> do the needful you, know, for Egypt. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you, you know do, you do so the needful you do the needful so um currently someone to consider obviously you've also got verna who's another option for you to consider mm-hmm. um verna obviously is on spot kicks so mm-hmm. when you look at that to verna um and also keep in mind just to add the last point to Zeke, every time he has played um more than 20 minutes he has assisted or, or scored yep so mm-hmm. Something to us uh, keep in mind on the Newcastle front. I do not recommend anybody for captaincy, <laughs> <laughs> I do not recommend, except you want to take a punt on Callum Wilson for sure. Um, for sure, I mean, that guy is uh, available at any given point, yeah. Um, he's on penalties as well. Um, he's obviously on the end of a lot of shots for Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the driving force, and obviously, now he's got St. Maximan to support him. St. Maximan is not injured, so he should be fine and available to play. Um, he Maximan obviously is available at the price of 5.3 if you're curious about Maximan, and obviously you've also got uh, Callum Wilson at 6.6 he is currently having some niggling injuries uh, mm-hmm. situations with his hamstring but I suspect he will still play um, because he's just a talisman without him I don't think Newcastle have a chance uh, mm-hmm. so if you're not going to play Callum Wilson for that reason um, then obviously I don't recommend you captain him at all if he's still iffy uh, moving yeah. on to the next game, Aston Villa against Brighton. Um, obviously, I think Aston Villa is going to take this, but Brighton is actually very good defensively. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, funny enough, I think behind only Manchester City and Manchester United, they have the lowest expected goals conceded. Mm. So considering, so essentially they have big, four big chances um, in the last four games. Mm-hmm. They've had four big chances they've conceded and in all four big chances they were they considered four goals. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the challenge with Brighton is whenever they concede a big chance, you they, will score. They most likely yeah. to concede. They will see. concede. 
but they concede very few big chances. Yeah, because that is that 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 stat is pretty amazing. Like if you just look at it and from a pure mathematical standpoint, that mm. you're not conti- you're not you won't continue continuously concede when you don't concede that many uh, big chances. For sure. right? It just seems like you know they maybe have been unlucky or yeah. the big chances they they consider just ridiculously. Yeah, I mean when you're so playing good teams, that's what yeah. happens. Yeah, so it's one of those things. And Brighton obviously is also a very good team mm-hmm. with the ball. Um, obviously, Lamptey is always bombing forward, and yeah, that also that, that gives guy. them exposed. Mm-hmm. But uh, Brighton as well is going to be—I mean, they're going to be a matchup. They will come at anybody, yeah. quite frankly. Yeah. Um, Aston Villa, of course, has bit uh, like Aston Villa is essentially like the team of the season currently. Yeah, in my they mind. are. <laughs> yeah, because no one has expected what like what Aston Villa used to be one of the grounds where you go to and you know that points, points. are coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? Three points. <laughs> but yeah, Aston Villa has quite frankly improved dramatically. They really have. And defensively as, and offensively. Absolutely. And I think the most shocking part is defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I remember from last week's podcast, I think Benga was mentioning that um, Aston Villa players might actually turn out to be the gems for this season in terms of differential as yeah. far the fact that they're you know, their prices. Related to what they're doing. Related to what, yeah. And yeah. and I, I, even though I don't have any of them. <laughs> not even one? Not even one. Wild. I know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> even, <wild. laughs> I know. Even though I don't have any one of them, I, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, this is the kind of game, in my opinion, where they should be proving that, you know, I, I will, I will hop on one. I, yeah. I think uh, one of the defenders, okay. but, um, Right now, this very moment, transfers are obviously limited. You don't have that many, yeah. and uh, and also, I'm still, I'm still kind of sitting back to see um, how consistent they will be, considering that the fact that the uh, the people, most of the people ahead of me right now on the table mm-hmm. have Aston Villa players. So, yeah. uh, you know, I'd rather take the chance that you know they go back to the Aston Villa we know, <laughs> and I can you know have that differential. Um, but we'll see. I, That's I mean, looking at the fixtures that Aston Villa has got, I do recommend. Um, Aston Villa's got mm-hmm. Brighton, obviously, um, mm-hmm. on Saturday. They've got West Ham. Mm. They've got Newcastle, Wolves, Burnley, West Brom, and Crystal Palace. Nobody mm. in the top 10 at all. Mm. So, quite frankly, if, you, if you're if you considering Aston Villa, it's a good time. Mm, <laughs> I, see, I, see, I see what you're saying. That's a good point. It's a good time. Um, mm. Keep in mind, they've beaten um, Liverpool. Yeah. Anyhow, they've beaten yeah. now Arsenal, Arsenal and it was well. even close. It was three zero. Um, obviously, they put up a fighting chance against Southampton. They had lost the game four zero, sure, mm-hmm. but I mean, um, they came back and scored three. Uh, so, quite frankly, there's all, all signs are pointing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it's all signs are pointing. <laughs> You basically like you can't say that you can't say that they didn't tell you they that they're going you to pop. You no, know, and, 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 and it's absolutely it's absolutely spot on, right? That's why I, I brought it up as well because I think it's a very good point of discussion for this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and uh, you know, apart from Harry Kane, um, Aston Villa players are part of reasons why I, I slid down after being in top three mm-hmm. for a little bit. I slipped down, um, and you know, I. I'm just going to stick with it for a little bit. I don't want to chase points. I think um, we'll see their 
true colors you know within <laughs> this short period of time sure sure i agree with that um just for obviously for price reasons um jaguarish is now 7.5 started at 7.0 so obviously he has skyrocketed he's mm-hmm. owned by almost 38 percent of the league currently mm-hmm. uh, if you're also looking at another option in midfield you can look at wenger's uh, choice in barkley who is 6.0 his price hasn't really changed too much it dropped around 5.9 but back up to six um obviously jack um uh, Barkley has got two goals and one assist. So he's got the occasional screamer in him. Um, and obviously he's still assisting as well. Uh, keep in mind, he has also played 19 minutes every game for the last four games. So he should be starting as well. So there's no worries about rotation there. Um, in defense, you've got Konsa, who has one goal already. Um, generally, he scores one in a season. He scored one last season and two assists. Mm-hmm. So since he's already scored one, we can assume he'll probably get maybe one more. He's not yeah. known. He's not prolific um, as a scorer, but mm-hmm. he does have headed chances. So if they're not going for Mings, they will usually go for concert right. on corner kicks. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. Um, his price currently is four point seven. Not too expensive and still pretty good value. Um, yeah, that, that, that's that's the person I'm looking to pick up. Yeah. Um, obviously, you've also got Mings as well, who's more of a threat. Um, his price is five point three. So I probably won't recommend. But attacking wise, he's got two goals already and an assist. Mm-hmm. So um, keep that in mind. That is the premier threat at set pieces for absolutely for Aston Villa. And he's just an all round really good player. Yeah. If they keep a clean sheet, he's very likely to get bonus points. Bonus points, certainly. Um, obviously, we've also got Martinez in goal at four point eight. Just have to mention that because it seems like Martinez is the darling of uh, Aston Villa at this point because of his yeah. service to Arsenal, mm-hmm. and obviously he played really, really well. So everyone is rooting for him. If you are considering players at Brighton, um, of course, you've got Ryan in goal at 4.5. Lamptey, who is essentially the revelation of the season so far, mm. uh, at 4.8. He, I think he has a, uh, an assist or a goal in every game he has spent over um, 45 minutes or something ridiculous like that. Mm. Wow. Um, I think the only, actually, no, the only game he did not have an attacking return over... 40 minutes he's got actually let me just look at that quickly um over 40 minutes he's got attacking returns in the chelsea game the newcastle game the manchester united game the burnley game is also four out of eight that is, what is a ridiculous that yeah. for a brighton player for that a brighton is player ridiculous so he's got in four <laughs> of eight games he's got that um the other games where he didn't have an attacking return in the burnley game he kept an, he kept he kept a clean sheet mm-hmm. the west ham game uh, it was 1-1 so there was no clean sheets there and the crystal palace game a one-one, also no clean shit there, and then Everton he did not finish forty-five. So, essentially, if he's playing forty-five or above, he's very he's likely, likely to get some points, something one way or the other. So one goal and three assists so far in eight games. So um, keep that in mind for Lamptey, someone to consider. Um, a starting um, defender at four point four is Webster, really, really cheap. And Veltman as well, who's now suddenly starting at 4.3 due to Duffy. I believe Duffy got, uh, mm-hmm, yep. he left for Celtic. And I think something around um, their captain also just misbehaving and getting red cards or something like that. I think it was Dunk. So Dunk mm-hmm. also got a red card for the last three games. So he should be back. Hopefully that helps them defensively. Moving on to the next game, Spurs against Manchester United. <laughs> and Manchester City. Game of the week. It's going to be the game of the week. Um, I think- This one will be very interesting. This is going to, you know the funny thing about these kind of games, it can either be a lot of goals or zero zero. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's the thing. Right. And- it's funny because with this game, yeah. I feel like there's this. I can't, I can't, I can't remember exactly the season, but there was this one season when Spurs. I think they were still built there that year. Um, 
and Spurs played City in this absolute thriller. And I think they won 3-2 or 3-1 or something. Um, but that was like sort of the beginning of this, this Spurs ability to somehow be able to attack mm-hmm. Man City. Like, yeah. I don't know. I can't really explain how, yeah. but it doesn't really matter who the manager is. Spurs just always has a way of attacking Man City. Man City. And I think it's mainly because um, I think over the years, they've they've managed to have some relatively direct players. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I, I mean, of course, Pep has been there for a while um, and Pep likes to hold the ball a lot and obviously play at high line. So I think a lot of things, a lot of factors in it, but, you know, just from recent memory, um, Spurs has always found a way to score yeah. against Man City, even against Liverpool, but they haven't had, had as much success. But they always seem to have, attacking-wise anyways, some sort of success against Man City. So... Uh, that makes this one very, very good to watch because yes. right now Spurs are probably at the top of their game. Yeah, the more informed team. Yeah. Um, so certainly, as we look at that game, um, players to consider if you are looking at captaincy. Of course, you got Kane, uh, currently playing at a KDB and Harry Kane scoring <laughs> level. If we're yep. being honest, um, Harry Kane has got seven goals and eight assists, Ridiculous. which leads essentially the league in assists and just behind the lead in striking for the entire season and the entire league. So Harry Kane, quite frankly, is out of his mind this season, just to put it mildly. Is is he a captaincy, uh, would you recommend? I, I, my problem with Man City is just I would recommend Harry Kane point blank period because uh, Harry Kane has only blanked in the season once. Mm. The first game against Everton is the only Mm -hmm. game Hurricane has zero um two points in. That's the game that used to trick me. This Hurricane guy. That Hurricane. Is after that game I saw, I'm like, ah, maybe you know, I mean, you work anyways. Uh, yeah. After that, this this guy just went on a rampage. This guy. If you are not captain, <laughs> like if you don't have anybody captain, you just leave your captain just of Hurricane and move on with your yeah, life. Yeah, I agree. Because because they're also at home, right? And so. they're also home. So Hurricane, in terms of points, even just looking back, nine six. 5, 16, 16, 5, 21. Yeah. Yep. Bruh. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and, I, and I, I'm telling you right now, Spurs is going to score. Yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. So um, if you're looking at Hurricane instead of buying him now, he is now 11. Uh, up from 10.5. I think that 10.5 was even very kind because he, he really should have been above that just due to injury. Mm-hmm. Um, someone else obviously to consider would be um, Son. Of course, uh, Son has got eight goals and two assists. Of course, all eight goals from Hurricane's assists, mm-hmm. uh, as we know. Uh, he has not scored actually in the last two games, just something to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, he played uh, West Brom and Brighton, no points in those two games. But if you're also considering someone to captain, Hurricane, Hyung Min Son is someone else to consider. Mm-hmm. When always, he's always a consideration. Because these are these are kind of games where he's just going to sneak in one Ooh, from from somewhere. One angle, yeah, yeah. Um, when Harry and when uh, Son scores, he gets at least eleven points. Yeah, something to keep in mind. So if he's going to blank, he will give you three. But if he scores, it's going to be at least ten. Mm-hmm. So again. Um, that's kind of, those are the kind of people you want for captain. Like those are that don't they don't do. They don't do. Yeah. <laughs> um, go, go, go home. Certainly. Uh, if you are going to risk defense in Spurs, keep in mind that Doherty has gotten go, uh, COVID as well. 
So oh, yeah, he has COVID. So he will be out until the 29th at least, which means Aurier will come in, um, who could be a liability um, and give away some penalties. Uh, yes. Obviously, Loris at 5.5. Aurier, I believe, is 5.2, something like that. So that is essentially his price and probably the cheapest route into the defense at Spurs. You can also consider Dyer 4.9 as well because he's also going to start. On the Man City side, you've also you've already got KDB who is back. So KDB should be available and back to his best. Um, he has two assists in the last uh, two games. Obviously, the game against Liverpool... Um, he had an assist, but I think he missed the penalty in that game. Yes, he yeah, did. He did. He and did. it ended mm-hmm. with, with three points. He still has um, ownership of penalties. And I believe Aguero is still out. So there won't be any contest in terms of who's going to take the penalties. Um, Jesus is back. So that is something interesting to watch. He scored in the last game against Liverpool. Uh, we'll see how he performs. What do you think about Jesus? I, I don't even know what to think about the entire Mass City. <laughs> I started yeah. on this high about Mass City, and I, you know, uh, you 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 mentioned and recorded it that the you know we should wait and see, right? Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to. I wanted to dive in, and you know, now I've, I've like, you know I've turned all the way to the other now, side. Now you calm down. Now you have calmed down. I'm holding my blood. My blood has cooled. Yeah, because I mean, I was burned, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and I've, I I did call that it was gonna turn around at some point for them. Sure. And I've been paying close attention. Um, I I. I I don't, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still waiting. Like, you Bye know, you. and it's very interesting because I believe there there's a certain dynamic about Pep's teams um, uh, over time that seems to be missing here. Um, and it almost seems like he doesn't have some key pieces of his offensive style uh, consistently there. I mean, that's, that's what it seems like to me because Pep's, offenses always have always scored a lot of goals right so um, i think maybe you know obviously the transition from Aguero to jesus and those injuries and then kdb's injuries as well okay. i know that's there's a lot going on in that team for sure yeah. um sterling is also injured currently he said he looks like he has a calf injury but um you never know he likely still just starts regardless mm. keep in mind that sterling has no attacking returns since game week five against arsenal so <laughs> he's in a bit of a drought currently um, it's calm. It's calm. For his price. I mean, that's at 11.5. Just go wrong. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Go wrong. Go wrong. You cannot be paying 11.5 and having droughts. Uh-uh. It's not allowed. It's not. It's not. Uh, moving on to the next game, we've got Manchester United against West Brom. This, uh, Manchester United being at home, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, for those that have been listening to me, know that I do not recommend Manu at all <laughs> at any given point. Forget it. I, I mean, I wasn't in the in the episode where we talked about last week, so I'm just going to let that one slide. I mean, of course, no. I mean, of course, Fernandez gave two goals and an assist. No problem. Understood. I, what? I'm just, I, I, didn't, I didn't say much. I'm just, you know. I mean, sure. Well, the fact of the matter is, everything was playing depleted. Um it's no Richarlison, so you know that if Everton not play that Richarlison, they have no chance of winning. They are just not going to win. Um, they didn't mm-hmm. have, if I remember correctly, they didn't have Coleman, they have Dean, who are important uh, pieces of their attacking threat. So quite frankly, that they even, that Everton even scored is a miracle in my own opinion. Um, okay. Left to me, uh, Manchester United just really came and acted like bullies because quite frankly, Everton is not your mates. <laughs> when you were playing your mates, you couldn't do anything. You had Chelsea, you didn't do anything. You had Arsenal, you didn't do anything. So for me, in that, in that occasion, I'm like, eh, I'm not going to, I don't really see yeah, that seriously. I mean, you, your strategy is it's pretty clear. Like, I, I feel like, you know, you have to have some sort of 
faith and belief uh that you know it's not it's not basically i'm not it's not ru- russian roulette i have to be confident enough in your ability to to give me points consistently and that's fair especially uh price wise as well uh it's just for me i like the kind of player fernandez is and the fact that he's on pants is just like I've, I did, after last week, I, I just cemented that this, this guy is just going to be on my team all season. I'm going to, you know, find a way, you know, to keep him there somehow because what he did last week, he has the potential to do again. Just keep doing. Yeah, so. for sure. I mean, again, if you're playing for points FC, Fernandez is the guy to have. Um, yeah, fair And enough. of everybody in Manchester United, that is the only person I'll take. Again, my own point is just in terms of personal opinion. Yeah. Mind you, avoid. If you are not getting Fernandez, don't even look there. Like, yeah, one of those I things. I agree with that. Yeah. You know, so if you're not going to get Fernandez, there's literally nobody else in the team worth looking at. Martial is back, I believe, from uh, suspension or something like that. And he played in the Everton game. Didn't really do too much. Mm-hmm. I think Cavani came on and scored, if I remember correctly. Um, so until we figure out what's going up offensively for Manchester United, um, I wouldn't touch them going forward. Defensively, they look at shambles as well. Um, Maguire currently looks like he's injured. I think Shaw has uh, a hamstring injury and is not available till December. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I need to really uh, update myself on the injury report. I feel like they, you mentioned some injuries right now and I'm just like, really? Yeah, yeah, so things like that, you have to you have to be aware of stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um, essentially avoid Manchester United defenders um, for now. Uh, of course, there's no need to ever go over West Brom defenders or players at all because quite frankly, those guys are just going back to the championship. So <laughs> let's just ignore that. Uh, we've got Fulham against Everton I thought, uh, on the next game day, which is the Sunday the 22nd. Um, Everton has Richarlison back. Coleman back, oh, back. So oh, quite okay. frankly, if you are interested in those guys, you want to consider Richarlison, you want to consider Dominic Calvert-Lewin, you can consider Rodriguez himself, Gerard. Um, Coleman or Dean. Those are the people to look out for at the Everton side. That Coleman guy, man, he has already burnt me. I'm not I mean injury. That's that's <laughs> life. Yeah, but even when he was fit, these guys were not keeping because they were scoring. Yeah. <laughs> he assisted one goal early, which kind of fooled me, but, you know, he, he, he was just, he just didn't pan out for yeah. his price. But for sure. It's all good. For sure. He's currently um, valued at 4.9. He has actually dropped. Yeah, he has not, yeah. He has actually not even given two points since game week three. He's at, yeah. given at least only one point. Either yeah, pretty from bad. What happened. Yeah. So pretty terrible there for sure. But Dean is the other guy to look at at 6.1. Um, again, keep in mind, that Everton do not keep clean sheets, so you are essentially looking for attacking returns. No mm. need to discuss Fulham players because, quite frankly, is going to last last end up in McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? So let's not do that. Um, Sheffield <laughs> against West Ham. Well, so you're just gonna skip them. Just skip them. It's, right, not, what it's, it's not what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so disrespectful. But hey. He's respectful, actually. <laughs> res- I'm respecting your time. You know right. what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. It's not like my dream right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm respecting your time. Alrighty, All so right, we look yeah. at the next game. Uh, Sheffield against West Ham. Um, in the West Ham game, I, I fully expect West Ham to dominate um, Sheffield. I think West Ham has actually played very, very well considering the schedule. Um, they've held up against teams that were significantly better than them. I think the Arsenal game where they lost 2-1, mm-hmm. they really should have taken something out of that game. But unfortunately, they didn't. They smashed Wolves 4-0 yep. without it even being close. Um, I believe they also kept a clean sheet against Leicester and beat them 3-0 yep. as well. I have an interesting take. What's that? West Ham is better than Aston Villa. That, I believe in West Ham, when they get except... Up. Mm-hmm. 
Grealish because Grealish is just a very good player and yeah. he can he can you know he can get you points and then give it time. So apart from Grealish as a team, mm-hmm. I, I I I believe more in West West Ham than I do in Aston Villa. I mean that's fair. That's fair. Considering the schedule West Ham has come out of, yeah. I, I can't argue that. <laughs> like yep. if you look at the schedule for West Ham, it is unbelievable. They've already played, I think, all top five teams from last ah. year except was Man United in the top five I don't think so were they they were they were except Manchester yeah, United did. so they've played mm-hmm. everybody in the top five except Manchester United yeah it's pretty ridiculous I've been, I've been noticing that and it's like it's almost like they, they had this momentum from the end of last season when Antonio started striking and you know a little bit of a shuffle here and there uh, by Moyes and I, I really thought okay maybe yeah they'll keep Antonio striking but obviously they can't keep up that momentum they're West Ham and they've really surprised me defensively offensively you know even in the midfield they've been very very solid and you know for me the game that made me sort of take a step back in terms of um, the Aston Villa hype train was the game against Leeds sincerely that game Aston Villa was we could have scored a goal early that may have changed the game but overall this, you know, Leeds just seem to completely have, you know, a a sense of exactly what their strategy was, what they're trying to achieve on the field, and they completely dominated the game. While Aston Villa were just sort of riding this defensive, they hadn't considered by then, I think, or they had only considered one or something. And it just seemed like they were riding that. Mings was having a terrific game, but they didn't seem to have... They're, you know, setting control uh, that I would have that I've expected of them, you know. But again, I'm saying all this: they trashed Liverpool, yeah, they, I they mean, trashed Arsenal. So, yeah. if, you're, if you're comparing West Ham and Aston Villa, I mean, those are two really good teams. Obviously, West yeah. Ham has faced the tougher test, but um, I can understand your perspective saying mm-hmm. West Ham is better just because they've had to play um, more yep. difficult competition back to back compared to Aston Villa that's been able to sp- spread it out. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of attacking players, you mentioned Antonio; he is still out with a hamstring injury, so something to be aware of. Um, currently they also for um, they've also um, got a lot of strong defenders so for defenders to consider you've got Cresswell at 5.1 Masuaku at 4.5 and Kufal at 4.5 on the other wing uh, playing on the right side whereas Masuaku and Cresswell play together on the left side both attacking defenders um, both on the left side of a 3-4-3 um, formation that they kind of play which mm-hmm. um, is interesting to watch um, Fabianski also playing really really well as usual he's got 15 points in the last game I believe he saved a penalty there yeah. and obviously got maximum bonus points so I fully expect West Ham to go on the offensive going forward mm-hmm. and probably smash um, Sheffield as they go in the next game uh, Leeds against Arsenal again uh, interesting game to come here I believe you want to consider Leeds players just to have them uh, I don't currently understand Arsenal's system so I recommend you avoid yeah. uh, at the current time except mm-hmm. maybe a Bellerin I think Bellerin is currently the only player who is quite frankly outperforming his price didn't you find this didn't you find this odd like just take a look at this season mm-hmm. you know two teams that we've known for their attacking prowess where you, you generally have one player from their team that that you that you would generally you know either have or 
be scared not to have. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're talking about talking about Arsenal. Like over the years, just five from a fantasy perspective, their their names upon names upon names. I yeah, don't even start. From Sanchez to like Ozil, Walcott, Percy. You know, there's a time Walcott was yeah, and you know, you go to Man City. Like, how dare you? Like, how dare? Who do you think you are? You don't have a Man City player. How you, you playing fantasy? You have two Spurs players. Yeah, and you have like what's really going on? It's you know, bro. <laughs> 2020. It's 2020. Yeah, this you is to, the year. You have to do the year in 2020, man. Everything is, the year is different. Things are, things are happening. Yep. And if you don't adapt, you know, fantasy you know. doesn't care. It's you know? true. Points FC. So again, recommendation, avoid uh, Arsenal players. Uh, Bellerin may be the only player you consider. Um, he's got uh, attacking returns, I believe, in two games. So 11 and 12 in the Manchester United game and the Sheffield game. Otherwise, he's got, I think, um, just the one clean sheet, which is strange considering Arsenal was one of the better defenses. Mm-hmm. So Arsenal will concede, but they'll concede only like one. One goal, yeah. Um, which is quite frankly yeah, annoying. Which is hurtful from a fantasy like, perspective, right? Like yeah. you, you would rather them consider all of them in one yeah, game exactly. and then keep patience <laughs> everywhere else. Yeah. Um, but for a really good defense, that's quite uh, unfortunate. Uh, moving on to the next game, uh, Liverpool against Leicester. Obviously, the big news: oh, Salah good, is gone. It's a good game. Um, keep in mind, my, uh, Vardy actually is the best player against uh, the top six teams. So, in general, yeah, in mm-hmm. terms of scoring, funny enough, he actually scores more against big teams than against any team in the lower ten. Wow! Which is is that a is that a start for this year or, or? for the, for the last two years? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That so, makes quite sense. frankly, like in terms of strikers playing top teams, like he's he's like unreal. Mm. Unreal. So obviously yeah. he scored in against uh, Manchester City. He got a uh, hat trick. Um, the Arsenal game he scored. Mm. Um, so quite frankly, that used to be Drogba at one point, but there's there's, there's no good there. Let's, yeah, there's, you know, <laughs> glory days are not necessary. I mean, uh, Vardy, of course, again the recommendation for captaincy. Liverpool is just a shambles defensively. Um, obviously they have no Van Dijk. Mm-hmm. They've got no Salah currently, and mm. even in defense now they also don't have uh, Gomez. Yeah. Who's also got injured in the international break, yep. and I believe uh, Alexander I, Arnold I know, is injured. Yeah, and I think if I remember correctly, Robertson got injured in the international break. Oh no way! I think that, I, that, if I remember that correctly, would be, and, and that's part of why I didn't really bother switching Salah um, with Mane. Yeah, because you know the the entire Liverpool team right now is. They're, they're, they're lacking fitness or they're yeah. sick or you know someone is missing and it's just like you know why would I use that transfer yeah. when you know their their best point scoring player mm-hmm. will be back you know in no time so yeah again it's money though yeah. so I think I think and Robertson will be a, will be fit and available but for now he's um he the last news was that he was injured mm-hmm. he should be fine I th- I don't think it was major but uh, something to keep in mind he's so blue right now so he, yeah he should be oh, fine yeah. he should be fine but obviously there was the international break scare that happened so obviously without Salah without Fabinho as well Fabinho is also injured I'm not sure how Liverpool is going to set up defensively <laughs> yeah that that one <laughs> no Fabinho so can no we, Henderson can we, can we say with our chest that Vardy is going to score yeah he's going to score. <laughs> This one, like, this one you can't argue with because Liverpool just don't have the players. Um, yeah. Thiago not available, Fabinho not available, Henderson not available, Robertson not. Um, Robertson obviously should be fine. Um, no Gomez, no Van Dijk, no Trent. I mean, yeah. Vardy should score. Yeah, he should. Considering I, that he scores against big teams, big teams. Yeah. and unfortunately, I have to say the truth: you can't captain Vardy against Liverpool. 
Yeah. Yeah, 2020, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving into the last two games that we'll just breeze, breeze through. Uh, yeah. Burnley against <clears throat> Crystal Palace. Um, I feel like this one's going to be one of those 0-0 zero, zero games because quite frankly, none of I'll, them- I'll have my for it. Yeah, no, no, they have really attacking threats. I yeah. think Crystal Palace is one of the best defensive teams. Surprisingly, also Burnley is also, um, I think, high up in the uh, big big chances considered. I believe if I remember correctly, when I looked at the stats before we started, it was about five or six, and they've only considered five goals or something like that. So they too are really, really mm-hmm. poor. Where like once they consider a big chance, they will they concede, will concede yeah. but they do not concede a lot of big chances mm-hmm. overall. So it's usually half goals that they will those, concede. Those usually those usually translate into clean sheets at you know, mid to late season. Yeah, exactly. When things are more tight. Yep. Exactly. But obviously early in the season, they're a little more sloppy. Yep. Um, I recommend, again, no captaincy choices here. Just have defenders on either side. You can you go Burnley, you can go Crystal Palace. It depends on your choice or preference. Um, any one yeah. of them is fine. You can also take a point on Zaha because he's on penalties. Milivojevic is still suspended. So Zaha would have all penalty um, duties. Um, Wolves against Southampton to round off the game week. Those are two really, really good teams. Uh, Southampton, obviously, without Danny Ings. Uh, keep that in mind. But in his absence, she Adams has actually or uh, has actually scored, I believe, in the last three games. So actually, he has given attacking returns in the last five games. Uh, mm. Goal against um, Newcastle, assist against Aston Villa, mm. a goal against Everton, a goal and assist against Chelsea. So that's actually four. He blanked in the game week before that, but also assisted against Burnley. Yeah, yeah. I see I see him I see him constantly on my underscore shit every week. And I'm just like, wow, this is fantastic. Cause all my rivals had him at the beginning of the yeah. season he, and he wasn't doing anything. Right. <laughs> I had him too to start the season yeah, because I, I thought remember. he was going to be a good player. And yeah. then quite frankly, he now then, that you've sold him, he, he's not serious. And everyone sold him and then he started popping. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> That's, FPL. that's the FPL way. Um, of course, you can also consider James Ward Prowse currently having uh, carrying a hamstring injury, but obviously more like most likely to play because it's only a yellow uh, alert on his uh, status. Um, you've also got in defense uh, Vestergaard at four point seven, an attacking defender. He's really really tall. I yeah, he's a tower. He's, you know what I'm saying? Like he's a massive giant. He um, is. He's already got two goals in the season, more than um, his previous mark at any given point in the season at all. Yeah. So he should be on the score sheet again. Interesting thing about Vestergaard. Vestergaard has not blanked since game week two. Hmm. He's not. Wait. Yeah, really? He, he has not blanked at all. Yes, I just scored or kept a clean sheet. Correct. Oh my goodness. Yes, he has scored or kept a clean sheet since game week two. Against Burnley, clean sheet. West Brom, clean sheet. Chelsea scored. Everton, clean sheet. Aston Villa scored. Newcastle, clean sheet. That's, that's, yo. How yeah. much How much is he? 4.7. Okay. Again, so okay. someone to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. You can just plug him in and just take, take your points. Yeah. He's not going to score yeah. a lot. He's not going to be noticed a lot. But, but six points, will... give you a six points, six or seven points, and you move on. Very simple. I like plays like that. Like, no one mm. will notice the purchase, yep. but it's just there. It's one of those, yeah, you, you need some of those guys on your team yep. that are consistent. You just you consider, like, they consider give you points. You don't, you never have to worry yep, about it. You're never going to captain them <laughs> yeah. because you're never going to get more than six points. <laughs> yep. But they give you a six but and you move on. Six points, yeah. And you move on. Um, of course, now you've got um, Wolves to, to round out the season. Of course, I do not recommend, and I strongly mention this all the time, please 
please and please do not buy Podence. There is no need to have him <laughs> at 5.5. It just isn't worth it. I do not recommend at all. Um, he's got one goal and two assists. Sure, he's the only teams he has actually ever scored against in Premier League. Crystal Palace, he has done that now twice, <laughs> once last season and once again this season. Um, no, no other uh, involvement in any goals or assists since game week two. So quite frankly, I will be shocked if he does something. But again, it's uh, FBL and it's 2020. So, you know, worse things have happened. Yeah, this one is really, uh, uh, hilarious. Yeah. Oh, you're just like, you're just begging people. Like, please don't do it. Don't do it. Like, there's just, I, I don't understand. There's no reason to have these people. But of course, people have feelings. So your feelings are valid. Uh, you've got, <laughs> <laughs> you've got Jimenez as well. Um, uh, also Captain Ro, um, he has gotten four goals so far. Um, he has not scored or assisted since the Newcastle game. Keep in mind, also no assists so far. Um, which is a little disappointing considering he used to be called the mailman. Quite frankly, just deliver on time. I know. You know what I'm saying? But um, we will see how that goes. Yeah, um, it's, it's a disappointment. Um, in defense, of course, you can always trust uh, Nuno to come through with a good defensive setup. Oh, yeah. Um, players to consider there. Killman at 4.3, currently starting, played in every single game since game week four. Um, I think he's only blanked twice in the four or five games he has played. I think that was the Leicester game, which of course, Leicester being Leicester, no clean sheet there. Crystal Palace, they kept a clean sheet. Unfortunately against Newcastle, no clean sheet there. Leeds clean sheets, Fulham clean sheet. So quite frankly, um, considering it's Southampton, I do not expect a clean sheet here, but again, you're more than happy to take Yeah, I mean, uh, there's no Ings, right? Yeah. And Ings is that guy. It is usually the fear factor. Yeah, so. but still. I mean, I mean, yeah, they, they still been, really well. they've been proving that they're a good team. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, so we've run through the game week, um, giving you some choices on players to buy, some uh, options in terms of captaincy as we go. So we wish you all the best uh, as FBR returns from the <laughs> international break. <laughs> we haven't talked about captaincy. I mean, we did as we we're going through each, each game. Sure, we sure, just, right, I mean, instead of putting them separately all together. Fair but, enough. Um, obviously, to just run through them mm-hmm. all in one go. Uh, Kane, of course, being. Probably. No, I meant, who are you captaining? Who am I captaining? <laughs> yeah, oh, that's um, what I meant. In terms of my own options that I'm considering, uh, I'm looking at Ziyech. Oh, I'm looking deflect, master deflector. I'm answering now. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell you my captain. That's unnecessary. Like, that's unnecessary. That's okay, unnecessary. I mean, man, I just said maybe I should try my luck. I mean, no. that's unnecessary. For, but again, just to run through them quickly. Yeah, so yeah, players to look right, at. Right. Um, Kane, Calvert Lewin. Uh, and on my team, Ziek, I've actually brought him in. So those are the three mm. to look at. Um, and then Vardy as a maybe, like maybe if I wake up any the money and just ah, come on, maybe I should <laughs> yep. try him. Yeah. That would be the other alternative. But uh, with that, I wish you all the best in your game week, sir. Thank you, sir. You as well. Uh, we'll Captain see. Fernandez, we move. Yours is Captain. Okay, so you're going for to now. That's <laughs> <laughs> For now. All right, to all that right. point, we'll talk again soon. We'll catch you in the next episode. Peace. Peace out.